Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt, you've got a little bit of a sore throat, so you're drinking I a do. little whiskey on this podcast. <laughs> We're not. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I want to know. We're not leaving that. <laughs> listen, Matt. People drink whiskey when they have a cold. It's a thing. It's, true. it's a thing. I mean, what's the difference, just, what's the difference between Robitussin and a little whiskey? I mean, yours is watered down. It's only a little bit. And it's just I just don't know why we're why we led with that tonight. It's just to soothe your throat. Well, because it's sitting right in front of me. And 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 I I have to say it is an old school remedy. It's true. And and we're in cold season. I just got yeah. off the phone with my assistant, Jenny, and she is really struggling with the cold. Yeah. Her husband's had a cold for actually, I think, over two weeks Ugh. now, kind of bronchitis stuff. It's stuff. true. So so I want to know, listen, if you're on Instagram, it's Hey Matt Barris and at Leah Miller. Slide into our DMs and tell us what your cold remedies are. I, w- I would are. actually love to know that because right now I am drinking cinnamon whiskey. You are. Not Fireball, just for the record. Fireball, no. Oh, well, is what, what is Fireball whiskey. like a luxury? Like that's not. It's a, too it's sweet. Not, it's not a cold. It's, it's not too for sweet. your cold. Yeah. yeah. And um, lukewarm water. Okay. Yeah. But I would love to know. I would love to know yeah, a I remedy. And my, I will say this. So okay. my conservative family members. Oh yeah, they would never. We, we, they would never. We didn't. We. I didn't grow up drinking alcohol. Listen, However, I, would, I would go to hell with a cold if I were to drink whiskey. <laughs> However, <laughs> when people got colds, all bets were off. Oh, it was really? like, oh. we hold true to this. We like hold the hymnal and we do that. But then when you got a cold, it's like all bets are off. Let's yeah, just yeah, drink yeah. the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. No, Let's get dandelion family. wine, like whatever. Yeah, not my so, family. You, you drink whiskey. Thank when you, you had for, <laughs> the, I thought the great, po- the great part about doing a podcast was the medium of like, nobody can see you, <laughs> but you just say it. Uh-huh, I'll just say it. I'll just <laughs> so, say it. Hey, like we do every time. What was a good day for you this week? Oh, good day. Good day was actually good day was today. I stayed at home. I, I mean, actually, I kind of feel like already into this podcast, people are going to be like, does she ever leave her house? <laughs> you are a huge extrovert. That's the funny part. I am part. a huge extrovert, but I tell you, I love home. So I stayed at home. I dredged some wonderful uh, venison roast. I, dr- I dredged it in some lovely like seasoned flour. Is this something Daryl caught himself? Caught? Or <laughs> shot? <laughs> hunted? He did, he did hunt it. He, Daryl's a hunter and a fisherman for sure. And yes, we um, we like to have venison in our freezer and I had a roast that I wanted to use. So I I marinated it for three days and then what? cut yes and then cut it into bite-sized pieces and did my mouth watering again. I had a big bowl of this for supper and I said to Daryl, I kind of feel, should I feel bad that I want another big bowl of this? But I, no. I just ate one bowl. And it was so delicious and yeah. it's so comforting. You know, there's something about soups and stews and shower I agree. in the winter that are just. Mm. I agree. We made soup. We started a soup recipe I love. It's a kale sausage. 
I want oh, it. I want so it. I want that good. resume. Yeah, so good. We had that. Listen, this I think probably what the week this podcast launches, you should probably post that recipe. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, isn't that a good idea? Just yes, because it's know. so good. Sausage and kale. Yeah, sun dried so, tomatoes. Yeah. Mm. I, and I, the I, great thing about like a soup or a stew like that is it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving because yeah. usually it doesn't yeah. last just for one meal. Yeah, there's leftovers. We got two meals out of it. This yeah. Weekend. Oh yeah, and I got a lunch bucket meal Listen, out of it that's already stretch your dollar. Stretch your dollar, holla. Okay, so. Um, that was my good day. I just yeah. stayed at home and, and, and I also, um, seasoned some steaks for tomorrow night. Okay. I just, I just puttered, you know, me and puttering. Oh. Okay. What about you, Matt? Well, here's my good day. So <laughs> yesterday we had a putter day. So our kids, um, do a little basketball upwards basketball at a church okay. in our area. And we came home and we had nothing. So we just did, yeah. we just did little things around yeah. the house. So at one point during the afternoon, our kids, um, got out these craft supplies that we have. So we have a box of craft supplies that has like pipe cleaners and googly eyes and glue. And mm-hmm. they just love to get it out and just make stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially our, our oldest. He grew up, grew up, he's nine. <laughs> uh, he's eight. All his life. He, his entire <laughs> life. Um, no, he's a Lego creator kind of kid. And so really in our house, like the Lego creating, crafty, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we do that quite a bit. So anyway, we got out the the box of uh, craft supplies, and they were making something, and my wife was like, oh, what are you guys working? And they were making an elf on a shelf out of pipe cleaners, because <laughs> <laughs> we have never had an elf on a elf on shelf. And they, they were like, mom, look at the elf on the shelf. <laughs> And one of them was named like Coco, and one of them was named like Snowflake. (laughs) And I think they needs to know (laughs) you a real elf on the shelf for you. I think they secretly wanted us to just be like, "Ooh, let's hide them," and we were like, "Great." (laughs) But here's my thing: like, if you do elf on a shelf, here's what I want to say to you. I hope you're going to say the same thing. God speed to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you until all the ends of your days. Because the elf on the shelf, here's my here's the two things for me. I want to know. I run out of ideas. So I know there's like kits out there and people have tried to monetize the elf on the shelf again. But here's here's my other thing is the every day. So my wife and I both work in education. I was a first grade teacher at one point. The the thought of like moving an elf either late at night or early in the morning for your children and doing something creative where they're like breaking into the dog food yeah, yeah. and there's like powdered sugar everywhere or like they're fishing. Yeah. Like the, the elf like destroyed the bathroom. Isn't that hilarious? Like that's not fun to me. <laughs> like the, the idea of having like this naughty elf in your house for like 25 days out of December, not into that life. But you know, I have to say I've been so just not just impressed, but I just think it's actually just so endearing and so sweet and so fun for the parents that have the margin and have oh, the love for it. More power yes, to it, you. I love seeing the pictures. I love seeing the elf hiding in all these kind of crazy places. Listen, and, and you know what? Your kids are going to have great memories oh, of the are. elf. Um, but that's pipe, just not our life. Pipe cleaner elf. Our kids are just having a pipe cleaner elf. <laughs> and right now they're just sitting on our mantle, oh. possibly with an expectation that they move overnight, but they ain't going nowhere. Your, your pipe, the pipe cleaner elf only moves every five days. He moves every season. He goes back in the box on December 26th and he comes out of the box on December 1st. That's as much as he moves. That's it. Okay. So we're talking today. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas. Yes. You know, because it's, it's, soon, it's like it's right around the corner. Right around the corner. And we're going to talk about gift giving. Yes. Okay. From your childhood 
favorite gift. Okay, my parents had this thing where we would like go through the whole, so we did Christmas morning by ourselves. So it was just me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. So just the four of us. So we would sit around the tree, we would open up our Christmas presents, and then at the end, every year, every year, I'm telling you, I love this, they would be like, oops, we forgot one. Wah, 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 wah. And, and there was never a year that that didn't happen? I don't think so. That's awesome. And then there would always be like a second, like a secret gift or like the end, the last gift. The one I remember the most, this is going to date me. So for all of you youngins out there, um, you're going to, you might not know what I mean, but my parents got me a desktop CD changer, dual cassette <laughs> tape, radio, AM, FM, stereo headphones. And I set it up. They brought it out last minute, and I was like, oh, my gosh, yay. By the way, my first CD ever was Michael W. Smith, Change Your World. It had <laughs> Friends Are Friends Forever. It was track 10. Oh. Mm. Do not doubt my memory on that one. Here's the thing. When I got it, I vividly remember putting it in the middle of my dresser, and you could unhook the speakers and like put the wires and in the speakers them. different yeah. places. Mm -hmm. So I like hid the wires behind my dresser and mirror. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was so cool because I had this like cool. surround sound, Michael <laughs> W. Smith in your ear, Amy Grant experience. And I was like 12 and I thought it was the best thing ever. So yes. that is my best. I think I also got a bike that way, but I specifically remember the desk, the desktop shelf speaker series thing. What about you? Okay, um, Mrs. Beasley, the Mrs. Beasley doll. What the, is the, that? The doll that wore the little black round glasses with the little polka dotted outfit. I actually have no Google idea. It, I'm going to look at my phone yeah, right Mrs. now. Mrs. Beasley doll. She, I got her for Christmas, and I love that doll. I'm sad that I don't still have that doll. Is it from a show? Uh, yeah, but don't ask me what show right now. I'm not positive. You'll you'll see. But it's the Mrs. Beasley doll, and I love. What did her. she do? Was she like a, a she pretty much servant, a maid? Matt, I'm 54. Dolls didn't do a whole lot except for be dolls. When <laughs> was she someone's? Okay, I'm looking at her. She has a blue dress. Yes, yes. Yellow shoes. Yeah, let me see. But is it? What's it from? Is it from a show? Oh, see, see, keep looking. It's from a show, and I and I want to say, oh, what's that show called? She looks the Family Affair. Yes, Family Affair. Yes, yeah, yep. Is yep, it a grandma? Right. Um, I she kind of looks like a grandma. I, yeah, but she just was this, just a doll I wanted that I got for Christmas, and I just won't forget it. Um, also, favorite gift from your wife? Oh, favorite gift from my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, gift. here's some things. I remember some of our first years together. Um, we just... I wouldn't say we didn't have a lot of money because we've always been fine, but we were just more careful with yeah, our money. Mm -hmm. And so I remember our first, our very first Christmas together, we were living um, on your property, actually, in an apartment. And we decided to do all of our shopping at the antique store in Walnut Creek. Oh. And so I don't remember all the things we got, but I know what we still have. Like, I don't know who gave who what, but we got this, like, antique um crocheted afghan and we have this like metal stool and we still have those things i love that and i you know i don't know which was from her and which was from me um but i remember that christmas just being really excited about those kind of things and you know what's really funny is actually this year i have 
<laughs> done some eBay shopping for her. So that's like the modern version of antiquing. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So oh, I, saw I got some vintage yes. things for her for Christmas. She's going to so, love them. Yes. Yes, yes. So what about you? Do you have one um, from Daryl? I do. I Daryl used to, which this is, this is crazy. If you think about him being raised Amish. Right. When we first got married, and I do think it was because it was something new for him. Mm-hmm. He would get me a piece of jewelry every Christmas because mm. on Christmas Day, we also got married. So right. our So my Christmas present would be a Christmas present slash anniversary gift. So, so you got married exactly on the 25th. Exactly on the 25th. Oh, you know what's so funny is I've been friends with you for like 15 years, and I don't know if I ever connected that. I knew it was around Christmas, but I didn't know it was on On Christmas Christmas Day. Day, Wow. Best Christmas present I ever got. Wait, can you go to that moment, though? Tell us where you got married, what was happening, where were you? Well, we eloped. We got married in Switzerland. We got married at 12 noon, and I didn't know that the, the sweet elderly man that told the bells, like, when the wedding yeah. was happening at 12 noon, I didn't realize he told the bells until the bride came and I was eight minutes late. So that poor man, <gasps> that, that poor man <laughs> told that hilarious. bell for eight minutes. Was he an older man? Yes, oh, yes, poor bolt bell toller. Poor, poor guy. Um, so I, um, we got married on Christmas day. So he for years gave me a piece of jewelry and then finally one year and it's long enough that, that our boys went with them for two yeah. different years and, and picked out jewelry for me. I and, love that. And then I finally said, you know, I love every piece of jewelry that, that he's bought for me and I, um, I wear all of them, but not at the I, same time. No, no, but I, I don't, um, I, I, I don't want any more jewelry. Like yeah. I, I literally said like one year, okay, this is, this is the last year because, right. because I love the jewelry I have. I don't want to keep just collecting jewelry. Right. And, um, but I, I do love that he, that gesture. Um, but there's one piece now, now my whole wedding ring set came like different Christmases, but yeah. my favorite thing that he's ever bought me is the big heart that I wear almost every day. Yeah. Um, he bought that for me probably 20, five years is ago. that on like a black cord it used to be the yeah. good memory yeah it used to be on a black cord and i wore it so much that that black cord kind of started to get hard and yeah kind of like old yeah and so i um probably two birthdays ago okay. i got a gold chain for my heart to go on that's and, so awesome. and that's my that was my favorite gift is that big it's just a big fat bubbly looking heart yeah and it's I just love it. It's that's different. So and awesome. I love that he picked it out and I love that it's a heart because that's kind of cheesy and yeah. we have a whole heart thing happening with well, the whole. Yeah. That's yeah. how this started. <laughs> that's that's how we got here. So yeah, that big heart. Um, here's the thing about Christmas presents though, is that, you know, there's those, those cliches that it's really, you know, it's not about, it's not about the gifts, right. right? It's and in our faith, in our faith structure, it's it's really, you know, about the birth of right, you know, Jesus, absolutely, right. But sometimes I think we can get super ultra focused on the gifts, totally. Um, and I think that sometimes it's a little thing from an antique store, one hundred, or like that that gold heart. It's not that that gold heart was thousands of dollars, right? But it was—it's just something I love and something that I still wear all right. the time. So I—I I think that um, 
you know, I just, I want to encourage people just to take the pressure off of yourself to have to give the perfect gift or to have to have a bunch of gifts. I mean, I remember growing up, there would be, I I, I just would see families like just all these gifts for Christmas, like so many gifts and so many gifts for the kids. And just, just to the point of like where it's like the value of it is it changes because there's just so many. Um, we, we chose not to raise our kids that way. Yeah. You know, they got a few, get, few things that, you know, we knew that they wanted and, or yeah. knew that were special, but we never made the focus really all around the gifts. I, I think it, I think, I think really you can make the focus more about around the day Absolutely. around, you know, the time spent. And well, and that just goes to show what we reflected on from our past. Like we didn't plan on what we were going to say then. <laughs> and the things that stuck out were just those special memories um, of things that aren't necessarily these huge elaborate yeah. gifts. Well, well, and that yeah. just goes to show it really, it, it is so cliche to say it's the thought, the thought that counts, but it's so true that it's the intention behind it. Yeah. That really, really totally. matters totally. Uh, for me. And I, you know, I automatically think of like the whole love language thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think of like, what does someone really want? And I think what's hard is at Christmas, there's a lot of pressure to find material things and not everyone even wants those. Right. You know, there right. are people that that just doesn't really mean a lot. Right. I, actually, I wasn't planning on doing this, but behind me in my office, this is a gift from my wife. Uh, this was, this was actually a birthday gift. Okay. But my one of my love languages is words of affirmation. And I'm sure there's one in here that you wrote. But my wife, one year for my birthday, as a birthday gift, texted a bunch of our friends and asked them to say nice things about me. And I keep them around and yeah, I read them every so now and great. then. So I actually have yours. You, what you wrote for me on my birthday, it doesn't have a date. I would guess this was like 2013 or 14, wow, that's a long time maybe ago. eight years ago. You wrote, Matt, you make me laugh so hard. You are actually my funniest friend. Your accents are golden. <laughs> Laughter with you is like good medicine. Yeah, it's true. And it's still honestly, true. those kind of mm-hmm. gifts are so special. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think of how, you know, depending on where everybody is and how tight money can be for the holidays, it really, really isn't about the value of a gift. It's the intention and right, the heart behind Right, it. the monetary value. Yeah, right. Absolutely. For our kids, I was thinking about something we did with our kids because our um, we don't have a lot of grandkids in our families, either of our families. So, um, and our children really have really what they need. Yeah. And so for us at Christmas, we have this little thing that we did. And it's not, it's, this isn't something we made up. If you Google it, you could probably find out where it came from, but it, we just heard it passed down. And our kids, um, we asked them to choose four things or to give us ideas for four things. And it's something you want, something you need, something to read, and something to wear. Oh, that's good. Say that, that might again. not be the Say right it order. It's something you want, okay. something you need, okay. something to wear, that's good. and something to read. Oh, that's good. So, you know, our kids will give us ideas for what something you want. So we're in the season where our boys want Lego stuff. And our daughter wants dolls, so we'll get them one of right, those things. Right, right, right. And then they'll we'll have something they need, so we'll pick. So this year we got everybody a really nice hoodie because they like to wear you hoodies. Know, hoodies to school. Um, something to wear. Well, we also that's also that's, something to yeah, wear. We, yeah. we could do something else there. Sometimes we get them socks. We got them a sock advent calendar, 
and then something to read. So we'll, we make sure that we include a book of some yeah, sort or good. a series of books um, and their gifts. And for us, what that does for us is it helps us have more intention behind what we do. And it helps us, you know, cause as a parent, if you can, you want to, you want to do lots for your kids, but your kids don't need it. No, you know, there's your kids are so happy. Listen, listen. Kids are so content. There are big, luxurious, affluent houses full of happy, incredible people with lots of gifts. But guess what else there is? Big, affluent, luxurious houses with lots of gifts that people aren't happy. Absolutely. So there can be small houses with very few, very, very modest, very humble gifts. Right. And very unhappy. Or very, very, very happy with a humble, modest gift. Right. Absolutely. You know, it's really, it's it really goes back to that. I love that Maya Angelou quote. It's one of my favorites ever. That it's, you won't remember... I, I don't know it. This is paraphrasing, but it's basically you won't remember what someone said to you. You won't remember, right. but you will remember how someone made you feel. Absolutely. So, so we set the tempo. We set the energy and the love and the vibrance and the just the encouragement and the joy in our homes on Christmas. Right. I, literally, I, 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 our boys probably for the last oh gosh, fifth, at least fifteen years, <laughs> we just haven't. <clears throat> we just haven't gotten them big elaborate gifts at Christmas. Right. We get them a few things that, well, probably that list read yeah. <laughs> where. Yeah. And, and then that's it. And, but we make the day fun. Right. We have a wonderful meal. I always make sure we have in the morning, we started this probably about six years ago. We started doing, um, bagels and locks in the morning. Mm. So mm-hmm. we do bagels and locks and cream cheese and eggs in the morning on Christmas morning. And then, we snack during the day, and then in the in the early evening, right. we'll do a really big, nice, beautiful meal right. that that I actually spend more time than normal um, in the kitchen making. And we'll just sit around the table. We'll just sit around the table and eat and laugh and talk. And, yes, and I and love it's that. just the it's the energy and the feeling of mm-hmm. the day more than it is what we're right. we're getting as gifts. So I just think that's a and a really important focus and a really important thing to bring up as we're right on the brink of Christmas Day Absolutely. is just to to know that that maybe the best gift that you can give your family is having a joy filled, fun, beautiful day. One hundred percent. So no matter what's around your tree, it's really irrelevant. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, we've talked about intentional gifts and how wonderful those are. But at the end of the day, it's really about the relationships oh, and the memories absolutely. that you're making. Well, even for your family, we had talked previously about how you went away for Christmas. We did. And I was I was thinking about something I love seeing people doing. It's maybe it's always been there, but it's been on my radar the last couple years um, and my sister actually brought to my attention the minimalist podcast Mm -hmm. and how they just some of their philosophies and a lot of it has to do with um, experiences that you want to have with people or time that you spend with people. And Mm -hmm. so often I think those are more important. So even uh, for us, there were Christmases where we asked our grandparents for like a zoo pass right, to get good. an annual pass to our local zoo so we could go with our kids. Yeah, that's good. Or I know even for, you know, birthdays, Christmases, for gifts uh, with my mom, uh, I've taken my mom to shows. We yeah, live really great. close yeah. to Cleveland, which, by the way, fun fact about Cleveland, 
second largest theater district in the United States of America. Well, only second to New York City. Cleveland rocks. That's right. We should write a song about that <laughs> and get Drew Carey to be in the video. Um, <laughs> so there were there have been times where I've taken my mom to a show and we went out to yeah, dinner. Yeah. And you know those I think are are important. Yeah. And so I think, you know, if you're a gift giver, if that is your way you like to show love and receive love, I think that's great. But also if that's not you, no pressure. Right. Um, right. My, something I love about my in-laws is my in-laws have asked me repeatedly what, you know, what do you need? So <laughs> I can actually trace back the last couple gifts from my in-laws. So it was a garage door opener. Oh, that's hilarious. It was a microwave because ours died. The one over the, <laughs> um, over the stove died like two months before Christmas. Um, a leaf blower. Oh, a leaf so blower is a good one. They always ask me this year. <clears throat> Let me tell you about my in-laws and how amazing this is. This year I had mentioned wanting to um, organize my garage better. So my in-laws are purchasing and installing, and I'll be there when we install it together because I like to learn from my father-in-law, um, this system. It's called wow. the Goliath system. Oh, and they're Goliath. putting these tracks in my garage and they're yeah. making a workbench for me. Those things to me are Oh, I, oh, that communicates love to me yes. so much because it is so easy to just walk through a store and be like, well, there's a there's a rack of whatever that everybody else is buying. And that's fine. You know, if that's something yes. that the, yeah. the receiver yeah. would like, that's OK. But I I feel loved specifically by my in-laws um, when they're like, what do you actually need? And. Well, you know, doing also some... attached to that is an act of service. 100%. Right, because they're getting you that system and not just giving you the box and saying, like, here you here go, you go. <laughs> organize, good luck. But they're, right. sa they're saying, we're going to gift this to you, and then we're going to come alongside you yes. and help you do this. Yeah, my father-in-law and... And, and I installed our garage door together. Yeah, so um, good. You know, those yeah, kind of so things good. are so meaningful. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. That's so great. Well, listen, before we end this episode yeah we just need to say merry christmas and happy holidays <laughs> merry christmas are you going to cleveland anytime soon to try out um but but, 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 I would love to. but really merry christmas yes i mean we we hope that your family um, doesn't focus on the gifts as much as you focus on the day of right. being together and enjoying each other and having one of these really good days yes I, I second that. And no matter what's around your tree, no matter what's on your table, mm -hmm. really invest in the people that you're spending it with. Yes. Because what's around your tree, on the floor around your tree, will be forgotten. Yes. And truly the food that's sitting on your table will be forgotten. Yeah. But what won't be forgotten are the people around your table and the time that you spend with them, the conversations mm -hmm. that you have, and the mm -hmm. care that you mm -hmm. show to them. How you treat them. So mm -hmm. enjoy that you're days away from Christmas. Yes. And so our hope is that you enjoy the time with the people that will be around your table and spending time with you this yes. Christmas. And just remember, these are good days.